Hello and welcome to Portraits of Clongos, a podcast series that takes you on a journey into the lives of former pupils of Clongos Wood College. My name is Rossa McDermott, and in this podcast series, we will speak with alumni from Clongos to hear their first-hand accounts of the transformative impact this school has had on their lives. Today we have Paul McGlinty joining us. Paul McGlinty hails from Letterkenny, the son of a former TD, Bernard. He's an elder of two brothers. Raymond is his younger brother who also went to Clongos. Paul is a successful businessman. He left Clongos in 1976. Paul, welcome to Portraits of Clongos. Uh, Rasa, thank you very much. And thank you for inviting me here. Well, here we uh, go. My, my father actually was a senator, not a, still not a senator. Not a, he's he not should, a TD, no. No, he's no, he was a senator, no. He should have been Taoiseach. I think he thought he was Taoiseach at the time, you know. Um, but he was actually a senator okay, back, apolo- back in the day. Apologies. No, apologies. no, no, it's, it's okay. He'll, he'll not feel too bad about it. Yeah, regretfully <laughs> he's not here. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the first question we have for everybody is, how was your time in CWC, Paul? Uh, Funny, you know, coming from uh, Donegal all the way back in uh, those days in the early 70s, I actually never heard of Clongo. <laughs> in fact, I couldn't even pronounce the name. And I don't know how I ended up in Clongo's. Seriously? Yeah. Uh, I seem to remember Percy Winder uh, actually visiting our house. How he came about there, I do not know. Uh, I, I had a funny feeling. I always kind of kept these thoughts that maybe, you know, there were too many guys from Kilkenny, like Brian Cayley and... and <laughs> Offley, you know, and like Soden and Mahan and, and Galway and Limerick and Cork, you know, Billy O'Sullivan from Kerry, that Clongos dispatched Percy Winder uh, to Donegal <laughs> to try and bring some culture to the school. And um, uh, and they found me. Uh, so they did. And they announced, my parents announced that I was going to boarding school. Uh, I didn't know where. I don't think I was ever in Kildare in my life. Uh, uh, in fact, it was that uh, way back in those days. It, it seemed that far away that I, I, I think the town band left us to the exit of the, <laughs> the exit of the town, and we, we off we went. Um, my my first impression of Clongos uh, at the time was probably one of excitement. Uh, I didn't even know there was a boarding school. Were you uh, the local CBC? Were you? Before I was in the local national school, national school. <laughs> so I was, you know, and not too many of the guys that were in that national school were being sent off to boarding school. And you, nobody went to Clongos? No I Absolutely, no connection whatsoever. Yes. The, the first thing that I seen of, of, of Clongos was, this, the, of course, the, the, the Royal Mile, the, yeah. the, the, the driveway up into the school. I seem to remember actually going to visit the school with my dad, pre-going to Clongos. And it may have been to do some type of entrance exam. Yeah, I for think. the entrance I, exam. I, yeah. think, I think that's what it was. And um, I found the, the whole, I was taken into the castle uh, and shown around the castle. I thought that was the school. <laughs> I thought, I'm going to live in a castle. Um, but then, I, I suppose, after that, the, the excitement was about actually going to school. Yeah. I, you know, Donegal, all the way back, the, the troubles in Northern Ireland were, were starting. Uh, my father was a politician. Every time I go past Easton's bookstore now, I have to look at the books and say, oh no, not another book. I hope we're not mentioning that one. <laughs> and um, I, uh, I I was quite glad to be heading off to Clungos. Uh, when I got there, the, 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 I remember that uh, I was placed in an, an open dormitory. Up in the, 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 oh, open, yeah. Yeah, the open dormitory. You went around 69, was this? I, I went in 70. 70, 70 yeah. yeah. And um, the open dormitory. And, and yeah. um, I'm trying to remember the guys that were I think Dermot Mahan was was 
near me. I, I'm not sh- it sure. Tend it tends to be the guys on top was over, yeah, often with the younger guys. Yeah. Yeah. And the older guys got the the cubes, and that's the way they did it with our year. And it was seventy three. So the younger right. guys kind of knew each yeah. other from the top open. Father Winder, Percy Winder, had, had kind of tried to settle me in there from thing. He obviously wanted the culture to stay in, in in the school. I had a problem that that most of the boys from the other counties around around the country they, they couldn't speak English right. Um, <laughs> they had this, these funny accents, you know. Yeah. Uh, I do remember um, vividly that. I was told I was going to play rugby. So not only had I not heard of Clungos, I'd never heard of rugby. But I do seem to remember that we were lined up one day and we were told to come and collect our rugby gear. And we were handed out the, the jerseys of our second team gear and our first team gear and our, our training gear. And they were giving me these big boots. I came from a GA background, you know, and, and uh, soccer. And uh, they gave me these big boots. And I went, fantastic. I thought I'd... Dying gone to heaven all this football <laughs> didn't realise that dad was paying for it all you know? but, um, uh, and then I was going to play rugby football now not only had I never never heard of it I've never seen a rugby ball before in my life and um, I still remember to this day walking out onto our first training day for rugby and the guys all in a brand new gear and these guys coming behind me I heard one guy say to the other what age did you start playing rugby at and he says eight <laughs> what position did you play? And the other guy said, flank forward. I said, flank forward? What's flank forward? And um, anyway, we were lined up in the pitch and, I was, and I'm nearly sure it was Father Warwick. Uh, Colin Warwick. Colin Warwick. Yeah. Uh, he lined us all up in the pitch and he went along the line and he asked everybody, uh, did they play rugby before? And he, <laughs> he, he came to me and he said, uh, did you play rugby before? I did, Father. Yeah. Um what position did you play? Flank I played flank forward, father. Uh, right or left? Oh, that was a difficult question. Right. I played right, father. And for that one lay to a priest, Jesuit priest, I went on to enjoy rugby for the rest of my sporting days. And that in that position? In that, that position. Yeah, so exactly, I did. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't know any other position. <laughs> and what did you play up there in Gaelic, obviously? Hmm? Or did you play the <coughs> I played Gaelic up yeah. into that year. And when I came back from Clongos in, in, in between the kind of the holiday periods yeah. and, and they asked me to line out for the Gaelic team, I, I had a different perspective on me now because the guys were going to get their head taken off. <laughs> <laughs> Which I suppose is really what Gaelic is about anyway. Yeah, but, but, uh, and Gaelic <coughs> wasn't in Clongos until Martin Nugent came really. Yeah, that's right. So I, I, I know I didn't, I, I stuck with the, with the rugby at that stage and, and um, rugby then served me well after, for years after I left Clongos. Until he met Castle Lock in 76, didn't he? Yeah, in, in 76, you know, we were in Lucky. We great had stage team. fright. We had a great, great, yeah, great side. Team. And, and um, we had a, a little bit of stage fright. Mm. So we did, you know. Uh, I'd played in the SCT the year before, yeah. so I had a kind of a, a little bit of a help up. But some of the guys were, well, you know, we were on the Lansdowne pitch or yeah. whatever it was at yeah. the time. And, you know, it was a bit of a, um, a thing, I think. As far as I remember, the score was 3-0, I think. I think. Uh, yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. But uh, Castellog at the time had a very good had a very good had Paul Rocker and Marble yeah, right, yeah. I mean, they had a good, good, a good side. Uh, yeah. The other brothers were there, uh, I forget their name, but um, yeah, they had a good side. Yeah. Then. I, can't, I can't remember if um, Willie Sexton was playing. Well, sorry, it's the Sextons. Willie Sexton, Locko, Marble White. Uh, this is a good. It was a good team, but you guys were also a good team. But well, you're right. Probably the stage fright got, got you. Us. We we had, a, we had a bit of a. I think we had, a, as far as I remember, we had a slight bout of the flu running around yeah. the, the the school at the at the time. You yeah. know, 
And um, some of the boys kind of went down with it a little bit. Yeah. Funny thing you met, you mentioned Willie Sexton. I, I think I got a, a phone call from Tom Clark and down in Limerick the other day, and he said he was going out with Willie Sexton for a, for a, a beer during the week. And I said to him, "Pass on my regards that Tasha, because I, I actually played on the trials with him on the Lancer schools yeah. at, uh, at one stage there, and he got my place." So uh, I'll not be buying him a beer any time soon. I'm not like Jimmy Whelan, you know, who doesn't remember all these things. <laughs> Jimmy remembers everything. It's incredible, isn't it? You were saying that earlier. It's incredible. Oh, he's 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 he's, he's only after paying a visit to to Ireland there and down to yeah. Limerick, you know. I can I see why himself and Greg Dilder got on so well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same <laughs> ethos, <laughs> details. Yeah, oh, detail, detail, detail. He can still remember every game from school. Wow. You know, incredible. So it was, you know. That but, was his monger education. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, but funny, even after after leaving school, it was still about rugby, yeah. you know. So Clongos to me served me you, When you left, you went to... <clears throat> well, when I left, when I left, my intention was to join uh, Old Belvedere Rugby Club yeah. because Ollie Campbell was there yeah. at the time, you know, and... Yeah. and uh, I wanted to, the only thing that I actually needed was I seem to forget for all the years that I was actually playing rugby in Clongos. You should have been doing concentrating on your on your uh, studies, you know, at the same time <laughs> as rugby. But I thought the studies were just kind of getting Part interfered time, yeah. with my kind of um, rugby. Uh, rugby career. Yeah. You know, I ended up playing up in up in Ulster, so I did, and um, and that was a, an experience in itself. But the Clongos, the Clongos ethos, it kind of taught me well up there. Did you go back to founding business when you left school? I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, for family reasons, I had to return from Dublin. Uh, quite abruptly and um, whatever intentions I had to join an old Belvedere and trying to figure out how I was going to stay in Belvedere was was knocked on the head but then again you know that that, that the decision to go back was was, um, albeit related to family I enjoyed it come back and then you know I didn't actually realise that the local club had a had a had a rugby yeah. team, you know. Yeah, and and um, I ended up playing for them, and then moving into City Derry, etc., etc. And if I said to you, um, looking back now, what things or disciplines did Clongos give you that you've kind of used in life, your business, or the way you go about doing things? Well, you know, the Clongos thing is is that um, I've I've come across this over a number of years, last number of years, you know. Uh, and I, I think it's because, so sure, we, we all grew up together in, in the school. We all became very good friends, some of us lifelong friends. I still I still have a lot of contact with a lot of the lads. I've gone back to, I go back to the rugby matches, so I do. Go back to some of the do's. I think I met you yeah, at, the, yeah. at the international do, in, 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 which was good fun the way back. A bit um, long, but it was great. <laughs> <laughs> a bit long, yeah. Uh, um, but... Uh, meeting all the guys and I, I played golf earlier on that day with, yeah. with you know Brian Kiley and Fergie O'Driscoll and you know boys like that there uh, Henry Coonan was there uh, judging so on and so forth you know <laughs> um, uh, but um, I think that I, I remember in, 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 in Sweden a number of years ago and we were involved in a project here in Ireland and I, we had a bit of a problem that we were trying to get around in Dublin you know hmm. and uh, they asked me do you could you, could you, we had a project in, in, in Dublin and uh, I said, I know who I'm going to phone up to find out this. I'm going to phone up Clongo's guys yeah. because number one, I trust them yeah. and, I, and, and I know that if I try to get around this problem or, or have this problem sorted, that if I phone up one of the guys, they mightn't be able to sort it, but they'll know somebody who does and yeah. they'll pass it on to me. I've had guys do things for me over the last number of years, you know, last while, last year or two that, that stepped up uh, when I needed something done with no questions asked and offered them services for something for free which I wasn't looking for in the first place but you know and their help when I did needed it for some issues you mm. know so 
my uh, remembrance from Clungles and and the and the friends that I made have, are still with me today. Well, they are. You uh, still have reunions. You still meet each other. Oh, we still meet each other, and we still have reunions and so on and so forth. Uh, you know, sometimes I I seem to I think I cried the day I left Clungles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too sure if it was a joy or whatever it was that, but I <laughs> maybe it was because the rugby season was over. But um, um, I, you know, the, the school in the seventies could be harsh and it yeah. could be good. I don't remember the bad things about the school. I remember was there any bullying in your early years. There was there was bullying in the earlier years. Yeah. yeah, there was there was no doubt there was bullying in the earlier years, and we had corporal punishment. Yeah. So we had you know, but the corporal punishment, uh, as I remember, in the first year I became a prefect. You know, yeah. and the, the reward for becoming a prefect was you got a room and. Fifth year dorm, yes, as far as I remember, you yeah. know. But the corporal punishment was more of a joke than anything else, you know. And and it was a good way to get breakfast sent up to you doing bed. <laughs> whenever whenever you kind of looked down and seen two guys messing in the in the study yeah. hall and called them up and says, "Yeah, you know, you've been messing in the study hall." I'm going. To, do you remember you used to write out the little bit of paper? It was called. Paper, yeah. yeah, it was called getting a check. Yeah, okay. check. check <laughs> and you named the Jesuit priest that you were to, to the supposed to go to. And you had to get it signed off with your pen. You had to get it signed off, and had to get. And of course, the, the the phantom knock always went to the door, and he used to appear back at the at the study hall, and uh, he would say to you, "Sir," they used to call me "Sir" at that time, you know. <laughs> I think that's what they called me. I'm sure, they called me something else. And um, uh, and then I would say, "Well, li- listen, uh, maybe you want to get off this." And they say, "Yeah, what? Well." You know, breakfast, <laughs> porridge up to the room at, at, at whatever time of the morning it was. So we and the lads used to have porridge brought to our bed. At least I told that story. I don't yeah. know sure if it's true or not. Yeah. Memory is a funny thing, is it? Yeah, yeah, it sounds yeah. good. Yeah, it sounds yeah, good and gets better as it goes along. Little perks to be now. Perfect. I remember when you say sounds good. Recently standing at the at the uh, Donnybrook Clongos Michaels game yeah. there recently, you know. And uh, I remember scoring a try from from the halfway line mm-hmm. uh, in against Michaels and yeah. the SCT. At least I thought it was the halfway line. <laughs> the, the more often I stand back, the further yeah, back, it further back it goes. I thought it was yeah. a ten yard line. <laughs> also, more most people say is the the cohabiting taught you how to yeah. deal with people, which yeah, most people say in life has helped them through business, whatever. Well, you're you're one hundred percent correct. Cohabiting with people uh, made you made you more outgoing yeah. and it made you more sociable with people, yeah. which I've I've taken with me everywhere I go. Yeah. You know, uh, it's not just an Irish thing that 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 we do. It's actually what we learned at school. Yeah. You know, and uh, by living with each other in the in the dormitories and so on and so forth, and and um, uh, it, it meant future dealing with people became a lot easier. Right. So you get it, through problems you didn't see eye to eye. You had to resolve it. Yeah, exactly. Because you lived in school together. Exactly. Otherwise, it was a nightmare. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you had to get around things. Yeah. You couldn't let things dwell in, in in school. You know, I don't. I I can't remember ever. Uh, you know, walking through the dormitories of Clongos or the corridors of Clongos, having long time hit relationships yeah. with any of the any guys on the on sharing the same corridor. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I have nothing but good memories from 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 school. And I appreciate everything that it came came out with. In actual fact, that I had a great time for the Jesuits as a, an order. Uh, and we have the Bishop of Rafaux. Yeah, he's McGuckin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's the brother of... of Was uh, he there in your time? No, no he wasn't no, there in my time, no. Yeah. His brother, uh, he has a brother down there. Yeah. Uh, There's only I, five of them in the community. He's one of them. Yeah, he, I, I met him at the, at yeah, the International nice Day. Man, yeah, yeah. But I do remember the other one. Um, yeah. I, I think there was another one, and, and so, uh, the other set up um, the food business, which was in Saudi. Yeah, they had, they had a Jesuit brother at at the school when I was there because I, I I do remember this distinctly that 
decided to knock on my cubicle curtain one night. If you can knock on a curtain, I think he shouted <laughs> it. And he, I think it, he could see it was a northern accent as well, yeah, yeah. you know. And, and um, he said to me, seems to be some complaint of, of from visiting rugby teams that they seem to be missing a jersey as a, every time they, they leave the school. And it seems to have happened every time we've had a home match recently. Do you know anything about that, Mr. McGlinchey? And he says, you wouldn't mind opening your locker. And sure enough, there was about six different jerseys, which were... I only took them if they won. Ah, it's just laundry got it wrong. Uh, laundry, yeah. Laundry, laundry got it wrong. They I was going to wash it for them and send them back yeah, to them. You put the wrong laundry number on the bag. <laughs> and do you know how you got the name Knackers? Can it be I shared? Do <laughs> you know what boys still call me that? You yeah. know, they still call me that. They're still, you know. You're still known by your nickname. I'm still known by my nickname. Yeah. I seem to remember that a group of us, and I don't know whether Brian Kiley was in that group uh, from Kilkenny, and we were standing outside. And somebody shouted knackers, and I happened to look around. <laughs> you know, it stuck. It stuck. Jeez, mm. did it stick? It did. <laughs> That's how I know you. And uh, yeah, you know, I was fascinated how you ever got that. I mean, nowadays it's probably not politically correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, that's how I know you. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I got a phone call from, from a Gary man as they Tom Clark the other day and the first thing, hey, Knackers, how you doing? <laughs> oh, God, serious. <laughs> <laughs> they stick, they stick. Yeah. And you say the Royal Mile is probably your first abiding memory. Yeah. You know, when you come into that school from, you know, when you come in that driveway, especially coming from Donegal, and you you you, you meet the main entrance and then go yeah. up that up that long driveway up to up to the school, you know, it's quite intimidating. At, uh, at, at 12, uh, 13. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, it's it's, it's still very impressive. Yeah. I, I, I've taken the family back to the school. The Royal know, Oak show. is gone. Hmm? The, Royal the Royal Oak is gone. Guardian. There's a house there, but there's no pub. But the avenue is still the same. And still, oh, the Royal Oak's gone. On yeah, the that's closed down, I think, because it's probably too close to the premises. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, I seem to think there used to be the stories of the guys kind of escaping at night yeah, and going up there. There's you know? more stories and truths. I think there is, yeah. The I years, think they are, yeah. they're, they're all bravado, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the avenue is still impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That probably everybody's memory is that. And if I asked you, then is there a piece of music which takes you back to that place? The the, the funny thing is is that um, I used to collect albums way back. Now I I, I listened to Kevin Kevin O'Higgins there been interviewed on 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 your podcast there, and uh, I actually wondered if he was a solicitor or if he was actually a, a, a promoter in music business because yeah. he named them all off. Yeah, you know, did, yeah. but uh, Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd. Yeah. Because I had the albums, I used to collect albums at school, yeah. and only recently, only recently, I found an album with my name that I had in Clongos. Yes, yeah, still up up in the house, but what, at my sister's know, house. The Pink Floyd? No, not the Pink Floyd one. Can't remember which one yeah. it was. Yeah, at the time, but Pink Floyd always was the one I remember from school. From and um, was there ever an issue to send your kids, or your son, to Clongos as such, or was it a place that was the wrong practical, or the education isn't what you wanted, or? Does it make sense? No, the the the, the uh, my daughter my daughter uh, Rachel was the first one who was sent away, but she went to UCD, right. so she did, you know. <laughs> and uh, God bless her at the time. Uh, I'd never at, at any stage kind of thought of of boarding school for for things, maybe because I was all over the place and yeah, yeah you know they, they were kind of tied. We didn't we didn't have any. I was I, I don't know why I was sent away. Yeah, I, 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 you never I, figured that out. Never figured that out. I can only I can only put it down to either one. It was politics, or and two, it was uh, the business. You know, mm. our nighttime business, and he didn't want me around it, so Correct. he, he oh, uh, right. turfed, turfed me off to boarding yeah. school. And somebody sitting in the Shannon with him had decided that was prompted amazing. him for for. And you for, never uh, asked him. You never uh, actually found out. Never found out. Mm. Never found out. <laughs> I have no clue. Because we're about going from Dublin. 
which was far enough then, it was two hours you know, driving down the old road. The, you know, from Letterkenny, it was a good haul down to somewhere. Yes. You don't know why you were uh, there. Well, well, <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know. And, and, and then when they actually let us come back by bus instead of getting collected, I remember getting collected by a state car one time, you know. Don't uh, tell you <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Taxpayers' money. I think, the, I, think the, I think the minister was up in Donegal at the time, I think, yeah. you know. But um, I remember um, during the, the, now the troubles were well geared and, and um, uh, we were we were told to dispatch ourselves to the bus up to Dublin and get on the bus and go the whole way up to up to Donegal. You know, at that stage, the trip when you went in out of the border mm. uh, at, at both ends there, we could be on the on the coach for seven hours. You know, um, yeah, uh, which crazy, was, uh, yeah, that's when the town band got fed up waiting for me to come back so they went home. <laughs> and were you there when Ray went? Or you gone? I, no, I was I was still there when there when Ray was there. Yeah, um, Ray was there. Uh, Ray went from. Four was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there for a couple of years. That's right. You were quite. Yeah, yeah. And he went because you went. It made sense he, then. Well, yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or else the school decided when I went, he was going. <laughs> <laughs> Could be that way. Yeah, yeah. Funny. And what's a abiding memory of good, bad, positive? Somebody asked you on an elevator, "How was your time there?" What would you say instinctively? I still remember just. The gathering of everybody in the in the in the corridors, the gathering of everybody in the in the in the refectory, you know, and it was rugby. Everything went back to rugby. Mm. Everything went back to rugby on the on the thing. If you if you ask me, do I remember classes and do I remember <laughs> anything? No, I don't remember that. Do you remember teachers? Uh, I do, I do. Freddie Murray was obviously was my yeah. rugby coach, and also my economics. Father Father Lavelle was was my German teacher mm. way back, and Paddy Finan was my Latin teacher. Ben Sherry. Billy Campbell, of course, had the had the whole Donegal connection going on, you know, <laughs> yeah. the physics teacher way back, yeah. and Colin Warwick with biology. Yeah. Um, I, I, I prefer to give up the sciences. The, the, they didn't agree with me at all, you know. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I don't think any class did, actually. Yeah. I loved history. Oh, Father, what was our history teacher? Barney Cunn. Yeah. 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 And, um, all those come to our unions over mm, the years. Maggie Doyle, Maggie of course. Doyle. Yeah, yeah. Just recently retired, yeah, yeah. I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard that, yeah, yeah I heard yeah. that, actually, yeah, yeah. Father yeah. Crow, of course, he came half, halfway through the year. Jake Brennan was the, yeah. was the rector. And, of course, Father Winder and, 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 the, and well, Father O'Connor down in the, Charlie, uh, look, Charlie O'Connor down, Charlie. down in the, in the um, looking after the swimming pools and showers and rugby yeah, matches yeah, and so yeah. on and so forth, helping me steal the jersey of the ginger room when he distracted them. <laughs> yeah. So you have all those names and stuff, yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? And uh, it's neither today nor yesterday, but they still resonate in our minds of the influence they had. Oh, 100%. I, I, I mean, not only you just asked me to, to, to ream them off, that I, I didn't actually remember that I remembered, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know? it's in there somewhere. <clears throat> it's in there somewhere, yeah. yeah. It still comes out. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it was, I can't think of anything bad that I can say about the school. If there were bad experiences, I'm sure there were, uh, as boys in Portland School do have. Mm. It doesn't it doesn't stick out. Thank you for joining us in Portland and Clongos. Thank you very much, Russell.